Hi guys, welcome to episode 2 of Maggie's Musings. Was that hi guys annoying? Should I restart? Let's keep it. Um, I wanted to thank everyone for the positive feedback from the first episode. Um, it was really nice to hear that you guys had such lovely things to say. And think I should continue. And honestly, as a Leo, I live off of praise and compliments. So thanks for you know thanks for feeding into that i really appreciate it you guys are real ones thanks and thanks for coming back um round two i'll be honest with you i i filmed one before but i thought it was too long and boring so i don't know if should i stick to the same topic (laughs) i should have this way i I should have this planned out better but okay so I, i wanted to talk about morality and the thing that made me want to talk about morality is I saw um, this post that was um, one of Breonna Taylor's killers, um, Brett Harkinson, I think his name is. Harkinson or Hankinson, I don't know. But, um, like, by the way, I think her killers have way too much anonymity. Um, anonymity? Animosity. No, anonymity. <laughs> They're too anonymous. Yeah, I know I'll say something else. Anonymity, I believe. Um, and it's really easy for them to hide behind essentially obscurity. Like, everyone knows who they are, but they don't know their names. And I think that's just too comfortable for them. Like, they, their lives should be a living hell right now. We should know their names. Their names should be seared into our minds as much as Breonna Taylor's is. But I digress. He was at the beach just chilling with two women and like people were mad as they should be um but i just i i found it really interesting that he is able to go through life with what seems to be no remorse after you know having murdered someone whereas i like i said this on my instagram story before I realized I should shut up and, you know, save it for the podcast. No one wants to hear that on my Instagram. But, like, I step on someone's foot and I think about it forever. Just know if I've ever stepped on your foot, I'm still thinking about it to this day. I have dreams about it. It keeps me up at night. I'm sorry. So, I mean, I think about it for way longer than I should. And he murdered someone. And is just going about his life. Like he's able to just live his life. Knowing that a woman's no longer here because of his actions. Like and I know that I'm speculating. I'm not inside his head. But from from the ease that it appears he's going through life. And based off of, you know, past cases of similar situations where you have police officers, um, essentially misusing their power and brutalizing people and the way the way they respond to being called out on that like when when a police officer murders someone they then take the victim role somehow they always manage to make it about they are being persecuted and the police in general you know police um people protesting police brutality which they respond to with more police brutality and then we'll get on tv and cry about how we're being so mean to them like 
<laughs> just the general context of this whole thing. It, it seems like he does not have remorse. And it, it got me thinking about how people just have very different operating systems when it comes to morality. Like, we are not all... We don't have this universal morality that we think we have. Now, there's no... If if morality were universal, it would be the same across all people, across all religions, across all you know cultures and time periods, and we see that's not the case. Like the very idea of human sacrifices when like people wouldn't bat an eye, you know, in the past, and now we look down on it we frown on it very heavily like it's it's in fact illegal (laughs) but that was not always the case you know like things change over time and that's that brings me to another matter of like illegal legal and all that i think we use morality or we use the law as a um like moral compass to tell us what is moral what isn't and to you know dole out consequences as we see appropriate for immoral behavior I think it's really flawed um, for starters it's created by man who we already know is super flawed and to make matters worse it's created by the worst of us (laughs) it's created by those in power who for the most part at least in western civilizations are old, rich, cishet white men. So we're expecting them to create a system that is just when they have created a world that is very unjust and continue to enact injustices every day. Like, it just doesn't really make sense. I'm not saying we should throw law out the window, but we should look at it a little more critically um, especially when we see how it's so unequally applied. Like, there are some things that are illegal that I don't understand why they're illegal. Like, why is prostitution illegal? Can someone tell me? <laughs> I know that the whole, like, prostitution game, I guess. It's not a game. I shouldn't call it a game. Like, I get that that the context of prostitution is usually rooted in a lot of um, things that aren't necessarily great for society there's like a lot of violence and um i don't know just a lot of things we wouldn't necessarily want in society but i think that really comes from the fact that it is illegal like i think if it was a legal thing it would get rid of a lot of the shroud of of like violence and i don't want to say degeneracy but like the the things that make prostitution unsafe now i think would be a lot safer if the law were not forcing people to essentially go underground where now you have terrible people that are running things which isn't to say if it was become legal it wouldn't be terrible people but i think we provide a lot more safety for prostitutes but that's another thing like just overall like ask yourself why is prostitution illegal but then we have things that that make more sense to be legal, like do not steal. I think that universally we 
I think everyone kind of has, you know, their rules on not stealing. So that seems fairly set in place, right? They're like, oh, well, Maggie, here's an example of, you know, morality being very clear. But then when you get into the intricacies of it, it's not so clear anymore. <laughs> like, we have, like, there's this example of um, this man stole, um, or he at least attempted to steal some medicine from a pharmacy for his sick child who was dying. Or his sick child who needed medicine at I don't remember the specifics of it, but I know that he ended up being punished by the law. So he is attempting to get a necessity for his child, something to keep his child with him. And he does not have the funds for it. But he will be punished for it. And I guarantee you that his child... It's not just that they're going to punish him and then help his child. No, his child is left to his own devices and they will punish the father. So you look at that and if you were really rigid in your morality, you would say like, oh, well, yeah, he deserves that because he's stealing and stealing is wrong. Which the inability to look at things with nuance, I think... So I'm taking this developmental psych class, and it even talks about morality a little bit, how when you get to post-formal thought, you start to look at the world in a relativistic way. But, so, like, things are relative to, like, different situations have different, you know, um, ways of judging it, essentially. They're based on, like, cultures and, and time period, and yada yada But post-formal thought is not something that everyone gets to, they think. So that explains a lot of people. Like, you try arguing with them, and you're like, well, yes, I can see how that would be wrong, but in this case, I'm like, no, 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 no. They're like four-year-olds. It's like, no, right is right and wrong is wrong. But anyway, I'm getting a little off course. So you have do not steal, and this guy's being punished for it. You know, the, the law is not having any mercy on him because of the circumstances, the law is not relativistic it's very dualistic but that same law somehow does not apply to let's keep it within the pharmaceutical industry it does not apply to big pharma who the way i see it steals from us like every day like you have the case of now we have a coronavirus um treatment that was created off of a, I believe it was a $7 million grant, $7 million federal grant. It costs $10 to make, and they are charging $3,000 for it. And if you don't see anything wrong with the situation, you know, let me break it down a bit. It costs $10 to make. I understand our capitalist society, we put, we very much value profit. I, in general, think profit all profit is stealing but that could be a whole other podcast (laughs) i will break down for you how i think the rich exploit the poor every day but just for this case let's say it's it's ten dollars to make and they're charging three thousand dollars so that's a profit off of each treatment then they're making two thousand nine hundred ninety dollars for something that only costs them ten dollars so 
So each treatment, they're getting $2,990, right? And on its own, that would raise eyebrows. But then remembered the fact that it was created using a $7 million federal grant. Now, the federal government essentially does not have money of its own. It's all from us. Like, governments in general operated because of us. They take our tax dollars, gave it to this comp- these companies... That one of them was able to create what the money was used for, which is great. It was created with public funds for the public, so it should be available to the public free of charge, right? Or at least greatly reduced charge. Yet they're charging $3,000. Is that not stealing? Like, is that not, is it not stealing that they used our money to create something, are able to make it for cheap, but are now charging a lot for it? I see it as stealing, yet they will not be punished for that. In fact, they will be rewarded for it. They will become richer than they already are. To provide even more context, they don't need the money. They are already wealthy. But they are going to become even wealthier. They're going to be rewarded for what I see as immoral behavior. Whereas the man who stole medicine for his child is going to be punished. So what was that about laws being a good judge of uh, morality again? Like... (laughs) How how can you say that with a straight face, honestly? When not only are there laws on the books that are not designed to really help anyone, but also there are laws on the books that are not enforced universally. They're not... You are treated differently for different circumstances that could arguably be much less immoral so a man stealing for his child will have the full force of the law come down on him but pharmaceutical industry essentially stealing from the public will face no consequences so all this to say i i just think our morality in this country is very messed up. I mean, it's not just an American phenomenon. Like Humans in general are very good at just taking what is fed to them and not ever really not ever really questioning it. Like how is it that we're okay with one situation? Like, how are we okay with these two situations coinciding side by side within the same legal system? That is supposed to be our judge of morality. We have these two cases that are very different and very show our our perception of morality is very one-sided. So I guess I use this to say that we shouldn't really trust that the systems in place will be what's dole out like moral moral consequences I guess consequences of our immoral actions etc like 
I know people will be like, okay, well, the legal system won't do, you know, what we want, but there's still karma. Like, karma will get them. I hear that a lot, and I don't... I don't agree. <laughs> like, with the idea of karma as like good people will be rewarded for good and bad people will be rewarded or punished for bad like that you get what you put into the universe i don't know if that's necessarily the case because when you look at it the worst of us are always rewarded so if karma was really the law of the universe like why is donald trump president and not struck down by lightning why are the pharmaceutical companies able to continue to steal I mean, why do the rich in general steal and get away with it? There are a ton of... I don't... Do I have to give a trigger warning? There are a ton of um, rapists. I'm not exactly sure how... Like, I I'm, I think I kind of gave a trigger warning-ish, but that go unpunished. Like, the universe is not... I, I feel like the universe is very neutral, not in like a mean way, but it just doesn't really care about us all that much. I don't think it will be the judge of right and wrong. It won't dole out any consequences, not really. That's kind of on us, which is where I think the the idea... I didn't know where I was going with this when I started, but I guess I can turn to a call, call to action in a way. But I think that a lot of people... Um, their morality is rooted in passivity. It's like, as long as I'm not actively hurting people, that's okay. But I think part of it is if you are able to help people and you choose not to, that's also immoral. So I saw this post that was like, liberals are, or the left is weird because it was some person on the right trying to critique the left. They said that the left is weird because they see all hum- you have to understand their weird logic because they see all life as as like precious. They would save, um, they would let the Statue of Liberty burn down to save a single person. And they, what else did it say? <laughs> My brain feels like mush right now. This is not a good time to do a podcast, but um. Oh, uh, if you if you let a single person starve through inaction, then you are a murderer. You're a monster. And like they thought they were hyperbolizing and <laughs> showing how like messed up the left is, but I agree with all that. Like, I think human life is precious. I would let the Statue of Liberty burn to save a single person because the Statue of Liberty is an inanimate object. It is not living. It it is replaceable, for starters. It is just copper. It's nothing... Like, I'm not saying it's not valuable, but compared to a human life... Like, humans are their... They have their own, like, little universe. You know, they... There's a whole world in us. I think life is very... I think life is rad. Yeah, I'm gonna come out and say it. I think life is rad. (laughs) I think it should be protected at all costs. And I don't, you know, think that everyone comes at things from that angle which is why the world is the way it is um but but to their point of um 
if you let someone starve through inaction then you're a monster you're murdering a monster like yes i i also agree with that because morality is not just like not actively harming people but actively helping people so if you have it in you to save someone who is starving and you don't like their death is on your hands you know and i'm not saying this for like necessarily like the everyday average person i think the everyday average person is trying very hard to keep themselves alive but if you're jeff bezos and you have the power to end world hunger and you choose not to every single person who dies of starvation their death is on your hands from the way I see it because it's like I said it's not just morality through like morality is not just not hurting people it's also helping people when you can like not actually like it's just if you have the power to be able to reduce someone else's suffering and you choose to just sit there and watch them suffer (laughs) you are to blame which is why you know the other cops in george floyd's death the ones that didn't have their knee on his on his neck just because they were not actively killing does not mean that they are not morally bankrupt they were inactively killing by not doing anything so i just think that we should be more um well i mean i think there are a lot of people doing good work out there but i think we shouldn't get ever get complacent with letting either the law or the universe carry anything out like anything any anything that we can do to help it's on us to do like not just to do as a hobby or just for f- the fun of it like it is our duty to reduce suffering whenever we can like to live is to suffer i agree i think it was buddha that said that someone i agree to live is to suffer <laughs> but why inflict unnecessary suffering i think where we can reduce suffering we should So I guess this whole thing came around to, like, do good in the world, which is obviously, it's obvious anyway from the start, but just, uh, I think it is really interesting that something we see as so, like, innate and so unquestionable is very not innate, or at least it's very swayed by society and is almost always questionable. Like, for every issue, there are two sides to it. And if morality were, you know, real and true for cases that have to do with, you know, people, their lives and their suffering, there shouldn't be one case, right? There shouldn't be an opposite side. So I think it can be kind of hard sometimes for people who are like constantly questioning things to know, like, am I even on the right side of things or like, what even is the point? But like there's there's obviously no there's no right and wrong necessarily there's no clear cut case but I think in general it should be built on reducing suffering wherever we can. So honestly, for me, <laughs> I don't think stealing from like 
I don't know. Are there Amazon stores? Does that become a real thing? Like, having physical Amazon stores you can go to? I don't think stealing from there is... Well, I guess that's tied to, like, other businesses. Okay, let's take Whole Foods. I don't think stealing from Whole Foods is wrong. Like, don't snitch on me. But the only person you're hurting by doing that is, you know, Jeff Bezos and all the rich underlings that he has. Because the person at the store will still be paid regardless of, you know, if that whatever you stole is paid for or not. So the workers will be okay. Honestly, even like the people above the workers will be okay. It just goes, it's just profit that will be hurt. And the only one that has the profit are the people at the top. So you know what? Steal from Whole Foods. Go ahead. Hurt hurt Bezos' pocket a little bit. It will not make a dent, I guarantee you, considering he can, you know, he can end world hunger and still be the richest man alive. Steal a banana next time you're in Whole Foods. (laughs) Can I say that? (laughs) Am I going to be, like, taken down or something? Like, I, I don't agree all the time with society's um, perception of morality, but it also shouldn't be like a free-for-all. I don't think that lawlessness is the best way to go about it, but with everything we do, let's just consider who it is we're hurting, if anyone, and how whatever path will cause the least amount of suffering. So yeah, I guess that's all I had to say. It was a very long way to just say like, do good in the world, but I also had to like clarify what is good. And then point out how a lot of people don't do good and are still rewarded. So don't look at, like, the circumstances. Don't, like, don't buy into this idea. Like, you, you can believe in karma if you want, but also acknowledge that a lot of people who should be punished are not being punished. So maybe karma just has some, some holes in it sometimes, or maybe it'll come later. Maybe the afterlife is where we see all that. But just to be safe, let's do what we can in this life. So yeah, Um, go out there, keep fighting for what's right, which I define as what causes people the least amount of suffering. Which if we really get into it, I guess we can debate even like what would be the least amount of suffering. But we're, we're all empathetic beings, I like to think. So put yourself in their shoes and see if you were them what would be the least amount of suffering you know but yeah let's let's help each other out i think i'm going to try to slowly turn us into a collectivist society with this podcast <laughs> we'll see how it goes because honestly individualism i don't think is even natural for us like our our survival is dependent on like other people you know we're all a network and to see ourselves as existing in a vacuum makes no sense. So if we don't exist in this vacuum, let's make the lives for the other people we're interconnected with easier. And considering we're all interconnected, let's make life for everyone easier. Yeah? So reduce people's suffering. Um, steal from Whole Foods. And yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I think this was a bit longer than I planned. I don't know, I talk too much sometimes. But thanks for listening to the second episode. As always, let me know what you thought. Um, 
if you agree disagree um my instagram handle is maggie on mars um also let me know what you think i should talk about next i have some ideas but if i like yours better i'll do that (laughs) um if you ever want to come on this podcast like i'm sure there are like only three people that listen to it so if you're like camera shy or not there is no camera if you are worried about i don't know people coming after you like literally no one will come after you or if you think it's like too insignificant to come on that's also understandable like life itself is pretty meaningless and like fairly insignificant but (laughs) that could be another podcast episode um yeah thanks for tuning in um i'll listen to this and see if it should even be up if it should see the light of day um do good kids thanks